damage assessment and a visit from police. The scene last night, chaotic. Byron Nelson described it as a pop-up protest when outside recorded cell phone video. It's hard uh, to process why someone would want to do that, but I can feel certain senses of anger when these things pop up all of a sudden and, and these people take a stance whereby they're not allowing people to pass. He was not aware of a second incident involving the driver of a Prius. The white Prius similarly was attacked by several protesters who pried his door open and punched him several times uh, while he was inside of his Prius. That person got away but was located, detained, and questioned by the LAPD. So was the driver of the pickup. No arrests were made, but the investigation is far from complete with questions about each driver's intentions left unanswered. In Hollywood, Tony Ginyard, NBC4 News. Brianna Taylor's family is calling for more transparency in the Kentucky Attorney General's investigation into her death. Taylor's aunt spoke on behalf of Brianna's mother. I was reassured Wednesday of why I have no faith in the legal system, in the police, in the law that are not made to protect us black and brown people. Taylor family attorney Ben Crump called on Kentucky's AG to release the transcripts of the grand jury testimony. In Louisville, at least two dozen people were arrested during protests. As NBC's Blaine Alexander reports, the city is bracing for more demonstrations tonight. This morning, new video appears to show the chaotic moments after Sergeant John Mattingly was shot serving a warrant at Breonna Taylor's home. Cover him. Let's go. This video was released overnight by Mattingly's attorney. Police have said there is no police body camera video showing the moments that Taylor was killed. It comes after a second straight night of protests in Louisville. Get an EMS. straight night of protests in the name of Breonna Taylor. Louisville's mayor calling for calm, acknowledging his city is hurting. What do we do with this pain? There is no one answer, no easy answer to that question, but I do know this. Uh, violence is not the answer, and destruction is not the answer. Two police officers were shot during Wednesday's unrest. Police have arrested a suspect in that shooting. Thursday, one of the officers returning to roll call, the other still recovering. Brianna Taylor was shot and killed when police entered her home last March. A grand jury indicted former officer Brett Hankison not for Taylor's death, but for firing shots that went into a neighboring apartment. For the other two officers involved, no charges. Taylor was inside with her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, who says he opened fire with a registered gun because he thought the police were intruders. Officers fired back, killing Taylor. A central question, whether the officers announced themselves before bursting inside. Walker says no, and his attorney says multiple neighbors agree. But the officers and a neighbor say police did identify themselves, according to the state attorney general. All of it intensifying calls for grand jury evidence to be made public. It's time to post all the information, all the facts, all the interviews, all the evidence, all the ballistics, to truly let people look at the information. Hannah Drake has been protesting for months. By her side, her daughter, Brianna. You can't be in your own home and protect yourself. Like, how do I look her in her face and tell her that? In Louisville, Kentucky, I'm Blaine Alexander, NBC News. Well, the man accused of shooting two Louisville police officers during a protest Wednesday night appeared in court here this morning. Lorenzo Johnson was charged with two counts of assault on a police officer and more than a dozen counts of wanton endangerment of a police officer. 
The 26-year-old pleaded not guilty. Both officers' injuries were not life-threatening. We will continue to follow this story on air and online throughout the day. Right now on NBCLA.com, we've got more on Breonna Taylor's mother's statement. Just search Breonna Taylor. The late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg is being honored at the U.S. Capitol. NBC4's Annette Adela takes a look at her historic farewell. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg making history once again, becoming the first woman to lie in state at the U.S. Capitol. Motorcade carrying her casket from the Supreme Court arriving for a formal ceremony led by the first female Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. It is with profound sorrow and deep sympathy to the Ginsburg family that I have the high honor to welcome Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg to lie in state. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden and his wife Jill sitting with the Ginsburg family. A somber tribute with mostly female legislators in attendance from both sides of the aisle, but hundreds more expected to visit throughout the day. All the days of her life, she pursued justice, even in illness. Here's President Trump paying his respects at the Supreme Court on Thursday. The solemn moment taking a different tone when people began chanting and booing. He later announced his plans at a rally in Florida. On Saturday, I will be announcing my nominee to the United States Supreme Court. He says he is nominating another woman as the high court's longest-serving female justice is laid to rest. Justice Ginsburg will be buried at Arlington National Cemetery in a private ceremony next week. Annette Arriola, NBC4 News. And as Annette just mentioned here, President Trump plans to announce his nomination for the Supreme Court tomorrow. But right now on our NBCLA website, a series of photos of the thousands of people mourning the late Supreme Court justice. Well, funeral services are happening now for the firefighter who died battling the El Dorado fire in the San Bernardino Mountains. U.S. Forest Service firefighter Charles Edward Morton was a hotshot squad boss who died back on the 17th. Morton worked with the U.S. Forest Service since 2006. I want to give you this live look at the services here at the Rock Church in San Bernardino as family and friends honored his life and sacrifice. Now, attendance is restricted to invited guests because of space and social distancing. Morton is survived by his wife and daughter. He was just 39 years old. A live look right now outside of the church where people are gathering and paying their respects. We are streaming this live on our website at NBCLA.com and on the NBCLA app. Meanwhile, the El Dorado fire has now burned more than 22,000 acres and is 81% contained. It's been burning for 19 days. The fire started during a gender reveal party where a smoke device was used. Now, the Bobcat fire continues to burn in the Angeles National Forest in and around Azusa. This thing has now burned almost 114,000 acres. Right now, it's 55% contained. Now, our NBC4 weather team says Sunday could spell some trouble in some parts of the valley. An expected shift in the winds may blow smoke from that fire in that direction. Coronavirus cases here in the United States now top 7 million. L.A. County says it's issued more than 70 citations to businesses and organizations for violating health orders, mostly churches and gyms. Concerns about case numbers post-Labor Day that made the county hold off on any new businesses reopening. And Orange County may be able to advance to the state's next tier of reopening within the next week if the trends there continue. All right, Bruins and Trojans are celebrating here today. Pac-12 sports are back on.
Presidents of the Pac-12 schools voted late yesterday to resume play. Now, football kicks off a seven-game season on the weekend of November 6th, followed by a conference championship game on December 18th. Men's and women's basketball will begin on November 25th. Now, schedules for other sports like wrestling, gymnastics, swimming, and diving will be announced later. More ways to get tested for COVID-19. And today, Rite Aid opened several new drive-up testing sites in the L.A. area. Now, the tests are free, but you need to sign up in advance. We have a link to local testing centers on our website, NBCLA.com. And when it comes to Decision 2020, Dodger Stadium is stepping up to the plate. We now have an inside look at how it's becoming a massive polling place. I'm Michael Medina. I'll take you here to Torrance, where a stroke victim was able to survive all thanks to technology during the pandemic. Happy Friday, everybody. Just when you thought things were going to get calm and comfortable, we've got a big heat up this weekend. They'll tell you about it in your first alert weather forecast right after the break.